Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. Now, some fascinating and kind of disturbing reading um, in something I saw in the Daily Mail the other day. Uh, Dr. Philippa Kay is a London-based GP. She's an author and she's a cervical cancer charity ambassador. And she wrote an article, the title of which was The True Toll of Porn. Let me read you the bullet points from the headline. She reveals how girls as young as 15 have uh, come to her about removing hair. She says the teenagers don't know how to refuse sexual advances from partners. One male, 23 was unable to perform sexually after watching too much porn around 1.4 million children in the UK visited a pornographic website uh, in in just one month uh, and on and on it goes it's it's certainly unpleasant reading um, and she joins me on the line now Dr Philippa thank you very much for taking the time no problem I suppose oh my goodness where do you start with this one let's talk about some of the people who have graced your door the, the, the young girl for example with the the body hair is, yeah. is is this her coming to you having watched porn or being in a relationship with a, a, another teenager who themselves have their idea of what sex and sexuality is off porn and I guess porn stars they have a certain kind of aesthetic and, and sex is portrayed in a certain way and it's just a copying scenario Absolutely. So, so for her, it was both of those things, her relationship um, and her own viewing habits. Um, what comes across, not just from her, but from lots and lots of people, is that there isn't really an understanding that porn isn't real. Nobody farts. Nobody puts an elbow somewhere accidentally and hurts somebody. Nobody talks about anything. Nobody uses lubricant. It's all very choreographed. And therefore, people look a certain way in the same way that you would do in a play or a film. So nobody has any pubic hair, primarily because that makes men's penises look bigger if there isn't any hair. And so you can actually see the action. Um, And any image can be digitally manipulated as well. So both girls and boys are seeing images which aren't a true reflection of what people look like. And as a consequence of that, are beginning to think that they're not normal. And not just talking about permanently removing hair, but also a labioplasty, which is an operation to change the appearance of the female genitals. That's how severe it's getting. And in terms of boys who are presenting, like this young man who uh, who was unable to perform sexually after watching too much porn, how did you make the link that that his inability to, I guess, maintain an erection was related to to porn uh, and not and not some other issue? So, when you come in and you talk about something like that, in my head, I've got all the all the causes of erectile dysfunction, and the truth is that under the age of forty, the common causes in, in older people related to um, heart disease and diabetes and things like that are actually going to be far less common. So my questions are automatically going to be around drug use, but also the impact of something like pornography. Doctors and psychologists and psychotherapists are well aware that this is an issue, and the reason that it is is that porn lights up your reward centers in your brain but then it acts like 
any addictive drug or alcohol, that you become desensitized. So you need more and more images, potentially more graphic images, more violent or degrading images, um, and more and more exposure to get the same physical reaction. And it doesn't even have to be the images themselves. It can just be the act of scrolling through and clicking from video to video to video. And that can be what you're responding to as much as the images themselves. But what that means is that you are getting further and further away from the realities of a relationship with a person and having sex with a person. But your body is set up to be aroused to something else. And then suddenly you're with a person and you can't perform. And actually, this, this guy was really brave to come and say that. Um, and the worrying research from Childline is that one-fifth of children are seeing images that um, upset or shock them or that they don't understand. So, so that's the first thing. And absolutely, we have lost the sort of the, the teenage learning through fumbling. Even if you start off with sort of what one would call a general, normal kind of sex, it's very easy to get to much more graphic um, sex acts. And I'm seeing girls saying, but I don't want to do that. Or it hurts. But this is what's expected. And so whilst people understand that one kind of film is not real, and therefore I can't try that, they can't make that same connection with porn. I see it, let's have a go. And we've gone from naught to 100. The fact that your body is able to do something doesn't mean that you're emotionally ready or able to do it. Gotcha. Um, we're chatting to Dr. Philip McKay. Philip, if you stay on the line there, we're going to do a quick little musical interlude. Let's do some modern love totally appropriate and then I want to ask you more questions about this article back with Dr. Philippa Kay after this this is 2FM um, Philippa one of the points you made in your article was that 53% of boys over half of boys um, who had seen porn thought it was it was realistic um, so they could be seeing this really extreme stuff even if they don't seek it out if they you know are curious and it's kind of soft core stuff that they seek it leads you down that rabbit hole and very quickly you can be seeing extreme stuff. Um, and then when they get uh, themselves their first girlfriend, that could be very damaging. And you were talking about uh, consent issues and how girls that you've talked to, young teenage girls, may be, might be afraid of saying no or, or not know how to. She doesn't know how to say no and she's lost the, the, the ability to give true consent. So girls watch porn as well, and I'm not anti-porn. Porn has a role in, in healthy uh, grown-up relationships or healthy grown-up sex lives. Um, but most pornography is shot for men, and it's aimed at men. And so even when the girls are watching these kind of things, they're, they're watching it almost from a male perspective, and they see what's sort of expected of them from that perspective. And it's not about female pleasure at all, actually, um, in most cases. And so they are also getting a very skewed view of what's expected of them and therefore how they behave. Adding the pressures of social media that come with that, if I don't do that, what's he going to put online about me? Or maybe I did send some kind of a picture and is that going to go around? And the sort of the revenge things that come with that. And there's a huge amount of pressure on girls to perform a certain way, whether or not they want to. I guess maybe moms, but perhaps even more so dads, should talk to their sons about even the fact that that is a worry for girls, that if I don't do something, he might share a picture or say something in a WhatsApp group or whatever. Um, yeah, and there's a sentence in, in, the, uh, in the article as well that really stuck with me. Porn isn't about in- intimacy and love between couples. It's about, it's a performance. Like it's all, yeah. it's, it's, I guess, it's exactly that, a performance, yeah. 
Yep. And so, and sex can be lots of different things to lots of different people. But whilst we are getting much better at covering the practicalities of sex and using condoms and contraception um, in school, what we need to be better at, and it's not just parents and it's not just schools, it's all of those things together. We need to be better at talking about what our kids are seeing and what they're experiencing so that they can come and talk to us about the problems um, and that we have an understanding of what they're world is so that we can better prepare them emotionally and that's the bit that I think that right now we're missing. So let, let's blitz through the people that were mentioned in the article. What did you say to this this 15-year-old girl who came in about about getting all of her, her pubic hair laser removed permanently? What, would, what did you say to her? So there are actually some safe websites um, which have like a, a gallery of vulvas um, and so I'm quite frequently on showing young girls sites like that and saying, look, this one looks like you, this one doesn't look like you or whatever and they're all normal. Um, but also you cannot by law um, in the UK uh, have laser hair removal under the age of 18. It's after 16 with the doctor's letter. But what she needed was reassurance that she was normal and I could provide that. Um, from the point of view of the slightly older gentleman, he was really surprised um, that I thought the answer was to watch less pornography. And that took some time for the impact of that to, to sort of set in. Um, but seeing him later, that you know, a few months later, that had really worked for him. And he was able to still use porn, but in a healthy way in a relationship. Um, and the, the last person was, was about enabling someone to be able to understand that they can withhold consent and that they can say no and that it's safe to do so. And essentially, no one had said that that was okay before. And whilst I'm glad that these people felt able to come to me, they're making an appointment for the, to see a doctor for that. And there definitely needs to be much more support and other resources available so that they could have gone to them as well. Um, I, I'm looking at a stat you also say nearly 1 in 10 12 to 13 year olds are worried that they are addicted to porn which suggests if, if, if 1 in 10 at that age are worried they're addicted that there are many many multiples of that just simply watching porn at 12 years yeah. old and getting a really effed up version um, uh, of what it might all mean um, yeah, and we need to look very carefully um, and that's from a more of a governmental point of view about access and internet companies have a responsibility that it's not just as simple as click a tick box, yes, I'm over 18. Listen, it's it's an absolutely fascinating, if not somewhat worrying article, but if people want to read it, it's called The True Toll of Porn. And uh, Philip, if you have your own Twitter handle if people want to uh, see more yeah. of what you've been saying. At Dr. Philippa K. And um, I'm also on Instagram as well, at Dr. Philip K. At Dr. Philip K. Listen, it's a fascinating article, and thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. I appreciate it. No problem. Be well. Here it. See it. Live it. Go. 2FM.